0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the OOFTA Podcast. We're here in Season 2, Episode 5. I'm Jordan Runoff, and as always, I am joined by Coach Extraordinaire, Coach Emily O'Connor. Emily, how are we doing today?
1: I am good. How about yourself, Jordan?
0: Good. Day after your birthday, you
2: hungover. Is, uh,
1: No, I did have one glass of wine because my sister said, have a drink on me. So I, uh, I had that, but I wasn't really planning on drinking. And,
0: good sister. You know,
1: when my youngest sister says it got to go with it
0: yeah jane jane or jane yeah grace is yeah. yeah grace is the middle yep um cool 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 and as the theme of season two for most of the episodes we are joined uh by a special guest and this week we are joined by one of our members here at unity fitness his name is colin colin welcome to the show
2: hi guys how you doing good how about you Good. Happy to be here. Yeah.
0: Happy you made it here with the brake situation. Yes, indeed. Didn't fly fly through the building or anything coming in. <laughs> yeah. Had to bring what does he call it the whale? What the is he call Trail whale. Driving yeah. My
2: father-in-law's truck.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. So Colin's been with us for. You started at the beginning of this
2: year, right? No. It's or like it late. Late March. Six. Just over six months. Yeah. yeah. Six
0: months. Six months. Um, tell us a little bit more about you. You started here six months, but you've got quite a fitness background. Yeah, you, you've, you've accomplished a ton um, from that. You have. I, I know you don't think it's a lot, but you have. It's more than most. Um, so talk about that, kind of talk to you about like the other part of it. We're obviously grateful that you're here and we're going to kind of unwrap and uncover some of the story of you uh, through all of this. Um, so talk a little bit about that. And you're also one of, like, I would call our avid listeners. Like, I think you've listened yep, to every Yeah, I really episode. enjoy the podcast, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it was an easy decision to have you on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we knew we were going to. It was just a matter of kind of fitting everything into schedules and making logistics work, which it seems to be the <laughs> hard Usually part the for everybody these days. <laughs> um, but, yeah, talk, talk about that. You came to us in March.
2: Kind of talk about what led you in here and then kind of where you're at today. Yeah, so I came in March uh just i think i emily met me at the door and i said hey i'm looking for some accountability was sort of my opening line um so how did i get to that point you talked about my previous achievements i guess i i don't agree with that but i suppose i i am british that's probably picked up by everyone already listening Uh, but i came to the u.s in 2011 uh, from the uk Prior to that in the UK, I dabbled in fitness, you know, members of gyms here and there as I was growing up in my early 20s, uh, I ran uh, one half marathon at home. I came to the U.S. for work, um, lived in a hotel for the best part of a year, uh, and then dined on American food for the best part of a year. Uh, so then got pretty overweight from there on. Uh, and then I think oh, I you got something wrong with our food well there's just a lot of it I think is the way to sum it up and when you live in a, in a hotel on your own you do what else yeah, I was going to say it's a double whammy what else there. Are you going to do let's yeah, go move to, a, move to a different, different culture different restaurants yeah, right. yeah and then work during the day mm-hmm. um, so I think I I moved here in March and then in September it became pretty obvious to me that yeah this isn't a good thing to be doing uh, so joined the gym in the U.S. knowing that I was going to stay here for a while after. Uh, basically just started out on a cardio journey basically, you know, elliptical and treadmill. Probably a fairly typical routine for a lot of people starting out. Um, and then I went from, I think I was like 280 pounds to 200 in just over a year. Um, so i done that once through cardio. I ended up picking up some weights along the way. Um, But the biggest thing that I picked up along the way was getting into endurance sport. Uh, So running was the the main focus there. And then uh, probably between 2012, 2015, ran numerous half marathons. Never really thought about doing a marathon until you do so many halves, it's like, what's next? Mm -hmm. Typical path, and then ran a couple of marathons. And then kind of got bored of that, and then Decided in 2016 to try and do some triathlon and signed up for a half am uh, in late 16. Uh, did that. There's a whole other story that we could get to after the fact uh, where I ended up in the ICU for a week. I don't think I've ever told you guys about that.
1: This is news to me. Yeah.
2: We'll I come knew back about that. To that. Yeah,
1: let's circle back to that.
2: Um, So then we're here in 2022. I continued running for a while. Uh, staying really active fit probably never got over 230 pounds i'd say for the next five years from there 16 into 2021 Uh, and then moved to the lacrosse area new house new job Uh, my wife and i uh, my wife got pregnant uh, we're expecting our baby had our baby in 2021 and then you know the nine months before that and then the, the probably the nine months after that sat on the couch and ate a lot of food uh, so brought me to Unity. Uh, drive past it a lot of the time on the way to and from work. Uh, researched it, came to the door and asked for some accountability. I was just struggling to get back into a routine, and, and here I am six months later. So. Yeah, what
0: of um, where are you at right now? Six months just from this is kind of us to do a plug for, for us to help help out because it's it's I think it's better. Emily and I can say what we do here mm-hmm. and, and how we do it but we will talk to everybody else like a coach. And um, that resonates with some people, and some people are like, fast forward. Where are you at in these last six months? Like, what's your journey been like? It's been... Because you've got a lot of... Like, you've, you've accomplished a ton there, too.
2: Yeah, I think it's... I don't... I think to sum it up, it's... I didn't know what to expect, and that was kind of the first couple of months. Uh, but now total clarity on what unity is about Uh, but I've achieved weight loss which was you know part of my goal of of coming here Uh, but just strength and and Jordan and I have talked about this just standing up walking around just that strength that you're just not aware of until you start using those correct muscles hips glutes and that it's just totally different in your day-to-day life you know, mm-hmm. i've never experienced that until i came here and i wasn't even looking for that and that's one of the biggest parts that that's come with it is the activation of those muscle groups and how much you identify that every single day now.
0: i think it's pretty cool yep i think it's that's pretty awesome. cool it's, it's it, there's big stuff that happens like you have you've accomplished some major prs just like recently like yep. very recently yep. personal records for prs by the way people um and you've done that through like strength barriers through, through different, multiple different strength lifts and movements. Um, but the big thing is we talked about it last week in season four or season two, episode four with Dr. Bakken, uh, and with Dr. O'Brien the the week before where we kind of view the body as a whole. So we don't want to just train muscle groups. We want to make sure the movement's there, but what surrounds that movement, it helps out. And then we also know like the stuff in the gym is fun and it's, uh, uh, fulfilling, but there's more, that happens outside of the gym that we have to take care of too. So yeah. making sure that you can function, like your family needs you now, right? To, yep. to make sure you can function like that. And now you're doing things, like, again, you're feeling better. Um, you need you to be, you know, at that yep. level too and everything else.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So, cool. Very cool. And that's all been in the last six months.
2: Yeah. March through. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. the best is yet to come. I'm really looking. Seven months. To, to more, yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah. So, super cool. And we only have accomplished people on the podcast, by the way.
0: So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody's accomplished. Um, cool. So, what's um, what's what's kind of next on, on your end? Like, what is the what would you hope the next five to six months look like? Like, what's next
2: for you and what you kind of want to focus on? So, I'm continuing to focus on the program as it as it comes along. At me from the team here at Unity. Um, but just recently started to think about, you know, can I tackle a marathon next year. So you're starting to run a little bit more. Yeah, you probably noticed <laughs> yeah. so I think gaining the confidence or dropping the weight, right, giving me the confidence to get back out on my feet and not injure myself straight away. I, I wanted to be patient with that mm-hmm. and sort of because I I know how running can get you dive right in and injure yourself. Uh, so yeah, I think that's what I wanna so to grow a base for over the winter cool tackle something in the spring and then I'm, I'm gonna sign up for Chicago cool uh, next year yeah. nice. cool which is something I've done three times before You just got to get a spot I saw it. you just shared
0: yeah you just shared yeah. that on yep. on uh, social media the other day yeah but that was geez, the Chicago
2: marathon was yeah just this weekend going so, mm-hmm. uh, you know brings about nostalgia and memories mm-hmm.
0: and yeah I, I was I always remember looking through social media and I'll see your story I'll see your post I'm like, god oh, Colin's getting the itch
2: <laughs> I'll usually obvious. say it out loud at home it's, it's funny, it's obvious, funny
0: yeah. you say
1: that because I'm like yeah he's been running a lot and then you shared the Chicago thing and Chicago was actually my first marathon in 2011 <clears> um, okay. was the first one that I ran so that that when you shared that I was like man that marathon sucked I'm like I wonder if I could run Chicago again I'm <laughs> like Emily, do yeah. not do it <laughs>
0: well, so you signed but... <laughs> up and if you did sign yeah. up now you probably have some other people signing yeah. up We, I think the coolest thing one of the coolest things you said there too was I plan on building a good base for that this off yeah. season, yeah. mm-hmm. where it's we live. We, we we are grateful enough and lucky enough to live in an area that has all four seasons, as, as shitty as they are. There's your explicit M, um, <laughs> as the as 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 extreme as they can be on like every season, right? Like our spring can be an extreme extreme spring. Obviously, our winters and summers can be extreme, and the falls is what it is too. Uh, we get to experience the most that each season has to offer. With that said, if you're an athlete of any sort training for a specific thing, uh, a lot of those events here happen outside of skiing in the winter or in, in, in the in the off, in not-winter yep. months. Yep. And the big thing that runners can take advantage of, and I tell this to golfers, like, we have the opportunity to have a real off-season. Uh, runners, we have an opportunity to have a real off-season. Like, take advantage of that. Build your base. Work on the the functional piece of your body and how it works like everyone tries to change their run dynamics and structure sometimes on a program that they read online and they think that that's what they can fit into but they don't have the capacity they don't have maybe their ankle mobility's is off maybe they don't have a hip strength maybe they don't have a glute like all of that stuff to consider to help them get to that point so that they don't get injured because the one thing that people know is when they start running or when they start lifting the ha- same thing happens to people who lift is the only thing that they really know how to do is add more. <laughs> yeah. Right? They don't know how to how mm-hmm. to scale, they don't know how to program everything in between. So I think having that as a as a like you're already telling yourself like this is a great opportunity for me to build the base this yep. This, yep. this winter.
2: Yeah, and I I've only learned that through experience mm-hmm. uh, and gaining the best results I've had in, in running is when I haven't I used to just stop over the winter. <laughs> yeah, I kind of run over the winter, I don't like the treadmill, uh and stop and then sort of restart in the spring and you know, it's like the definition of insanity, right? You keep doing that, you know. One hundred You're not getting any better, so the best results I had <clears> when, <throat> when I didn't do that kept some level of training through the winter months, you know? mm-hmm. and then I, I grew to enjoy it. Going out in twenty degree weather for a run is is nice, you know, it's refreshing. Get outside. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah it,
0: gives, it gives you the ability to. I mean, Emma's done different programming in the off-season for her big stuff. We've got a couple mm-hmm. people in here that do, like, burpees and half marathons and yep. stuff like that with it. We, we have a girl, you reminded me of a story when you were talking about your running stuff, kind of picking it back up, and the spark's kind of getting back into it. We have a girl that joined us a few years ago, several years ago now, four or five, um, that came to us because she used to just run, and her knees didn't like it anymore. She just felt her body got beat up. Like, she basically was like, okay, I'm checked out of running. But I need something else to fulfill that fitness need, that that hard work that I like to put into, where all of a sudden, a year or two later, we, we're kind of talking and she's like, I think I'm going to go for a run. I'm like, you don't run anymore. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I think I'm going to try it. And I don't even know how it all got started, but... I don't um, even remember. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's starting to run again and all of a sudden she's picking up runs and she's picking up burkies and it's, it, it's Heather. Like, that I think that I happened or,
1: from peer pressure. I do know that. A happened. little bit of that. <laughs> the friends were a positive yeah. influence. I mean, we can talk about it. <laughs> For the big cool races. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And
0: she knows we've talked about it before, but she literally came to a standpoint where she didn't know if she was going to run ever again because yeah. it hurt so bad to now where it's like. I'm thinking about doing some half marathons. Oh, yeah. Has she done a half marathon?
1: She's done the Hickson 25k. Yeah, she did the last 25k year. last, last mm-hmm. fall. Yeah, so I was say, miles she did a big one. People that aren't from the UK <coughs> speaking the in one. empirical metrics, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the metrics. So. Um,
0: yeah, she she did, I was gonna say she did a big one. What am I mm-hmm. missing? She did the 25k and the same day she's you did doing 50. The same one again. And she's doing it again this year. Yeah, and she's the one that does the Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's going back into... Like, it's cool because now she's doing something that she thought she was never going to be able to do again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Doing it at a higher level and doing it pain-free. Uh, so kind of cool that you noted some of that, too, going through it all. Um, let's go back to that, that, uh,
2: that other story. That other I was going to say,
1: what about when it wasn't pain-free? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so my half i an experience... I probably have never shared this before with you guys. So I... I mean, the result of the story is I sweat a lot and lose a lot of salt, lose a lot of sodium. So I knew that, but didn't really know anything about correcting that. So taking salt tabs or eating salty food during, uh, before and after a race. So that's where I got into trouble. So I completed the Half Ironman. Um, It was in um, Benton Harbor in Michigan. Uh, We lived in Milwaukee at the time and I ended up going over there on my own uh, because of some scheduling conflicts. Uh, And my plan was always to, maybe I'll drive home on the Sunday night afterwards, just around the lake, back home. Uh, But if I feel rough, I'll just get a hotel. So, it was a pretty hot day, 75, 80 degrees, finished off Ironman, uh, felt reasonably good. Started driving, got maybe half an hour south, and thought, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling too great here, I'll get a hotel. Pulled over, checked in, um, and then I got completely the wrong diagnosed myself completely wrong I thought I was dehydrated as opposed to low sodium mm-hmm. so then I proceeded to make the problem worse by <coughs> drinking lots of fluid just straight just water, straight water not even electrolyte uh, so then that essentially diluted what sodium remained in my body um, so then I'm up at 1 a.m. pretty dazed and out of it uh, basically vomiting all the water I just drank because I drank so much water and then I remember waking up in the morning and and low sodium evidently makes you pretty loopy you're not kind of with it brain wise so I woke up the next morning I remember sitting at the breakfast table I packed up all my stuff this is like 12 hours later
0: yeah this is like the Monday morning Yeah.
2: yeah uh packed up all my stuff eating breakfast you know, not focusing on salt like I should have. And then I remember getting in my car, pulling onto the interstate right there. Okay, I'm heading home. And I probably drove, I remember driving five miles. And then that was Monday morning. I woke up Wednesday morning in the ICU in University of Chicago Hospital. Um, you were on the interstate? I was on the interstate subconsciously driving and I got all the way to five this is all told to me after the fact five blocks away from the University of Chicago Hospital wow. I rolled into in my car into a flatbed semi uh, and then it's probably we, the brakes yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah. the same brakes yeah. and then the flatbed they had the driver and he called 911 the cops arrived they gave me knockout they thought I'd OD'd you know, they woke up on this guy, right? He's passed out in the car. They gave me Narcan and then he looks in the back of the car and he's like, Oh, he's got like a bicycle in the back. What, what's going on here? Ambulance comes, go to the ER. Um, then they start running tests pretty quick and realize what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, give me, uh, an IV to dose me with sodium. Uh, but I was pretty, I think, I was 113 milligrams of sodium. And they say any less than 120 is, like, life-threatening. Uh, it's kind of what they told me after the fact. Whoa. So Shit. then put yourself in my wife's shoes, or at that point, girlfriend, I guess. This is back in 2016. Uh, she's doing a medical residency in yeah. Milwaukee. And they she gets a phone call. She hasn't heard from me since I took i I see. I'm, so on, I'm, my, I'm on my way, way home. Yeah. And yeah. it's the ER doctor. Hey, I've got... I think I've got your boyfriend here, and she just flips out, you know, she's like, oh my God. So she jumps in the car, comes down. Uh, at that point, they transferred me up to the ICU. I'm like, they had to put me in four-point restraints because I'm trying to fight these people, right? I'm, my brain is not all there. Uh, I vaguely recollect waking up in the uh, MRI machine on Tuesday night. That was kind of scary in itself, and then I finally came around on Wednesday morning uh in an icu bed and i was kind of like oh what happened you know and your
0: girlfriend's there at this time My yeah wife, she's and they there. were yeah. great
2: with her you know they were like oh you do any residency they let us stay in the room and go cool. shower and she's looking at a friend in chicago that was working in the hospital at times so, wow
0: yeah. there are a lot of like one degrees away from like could have been yeah be way worse bad. yeah i
2: remember uh I called my parents on the Wednesday once I come around. That was emotional in itself. My dad, he's pretty funny. He tells the story. He says, yeah, on Monday, this cop, I get this phone call from a U.S. number, right? He's home in England. And the cop's like, hey, Mr. Pugh, I got your son here. He's heading to the hospital. And he's like, what? And then the, all the cop was worried about was, you need to come get his vehicle because we, we can't keep holding hold of it. And my dad's like, well, let me explain something to you, officer. <laughs> So and then finally, and getting better and better. They were worried about like brain function, like because you yeah. get like, brain, yeah, moments, you go so through all yep. these questions. And then I think it was Thursday afternoon. I had uh, the way I always explain how I got out of there. They were always talking about keeping me in through Monday. Thursday, I said I think I want to go for a little walk. So I had a catheter in. Right, I've been sat in bed for three days. I got this catheter in. I said I want to go for a little walk down the ICU ward Megan so she's like okay let's try that so I get up and I've got my catheter bag right I'm walking through the ward and past the nurses station and they're like oh Colin you're up and one of them says oh that's a beautiful coach purse you're carrying with you and I I turn to Megan and I says Megan we're getting out of here tomorrow and you're done with this and, and they let me on on Friday and I won't I'll never be able to talk magnet right into it. I'll never do anything more than an Olympic trust. She's not gonna let I don't you yeah. trust that, right? For to go and do something crazy like that again and nearly kill myself. But yeah, well, I mean,
0: you'll probably have to. We'll have one of us coaches there along with you, yeah, right? way to
2: like pace and like we're gonna Here's inject a you salt it with salt tablet. tablets. Here's yeah. another salt. Yeah. Tablet. We got him. We got him. Hey, like, don't worry. So yeah, events since then. Like I've learned so much more about sodium intake and yeah i'll get extra salt up front here so you get your smoothie
0: after workouts too i'll just put salt or brand salt in it
2: yeah that's that whole story that's insane
0: that's insane i mean obviously happy nothing nothing uh long-term detrimental uh to that if it's if it's now if it's more so like lost the trust in doing another yeah yeah yeah. like like of all things right that's that's pretty wild no i never never knew
1: no I just knew you knew you did the half Ironman and I was like okay cool like pretty <laughs> freaking sweet yeah <laughs> but yeah wow
0: yeah. and in the importance now of like you said now you know about the importance of electrolyte balance and and, and now you know that you you lose more sweat than yep. than anything on or sorry more salt, salt. than anything on sweat when you sweat um and how to keep that maintenance yeah Honestly, there's,
2: there's people out there that can test that
0: yeah know? um Apparently Gatorade's got a, a half-assed one now, too. Yeah. Um, they can send you a little yeah. kit, and then they can send okay, you, like, a like home kit. Yeah. yeah, and you do, like, a patch thing, and then they can, like, they'll, after your workout, whatever, you take it off, and you can put it on a thing, and it'll, like, tell you your... Tell you what you want. And then you send it back experience. to them, and they can send you, like, a formula specifically for you. Yep. I don't know how... I heard it's not yeah. quite as good as what they say it is. Like, I heard it's pretty, like, now you're just going to get the regular one. Nice. Um, yeah. But the idea of it sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, like going through something around. like that, yeah. yeah, where if you know exactly, exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that I'm more of a salt loss in my sweat, too. Yeah. Um, especially if I sweat and go home and, like, the dogs are there, they start licking me all over. I'm like, obviously, like, I know I'm, I've got salt on me. Yeah. Like, it's pretty, yeah. pretty clear.
1: Yeah, that's usually a telltale sign. Yeah. I mean, like, speaking from the endurance standpoint of like if you get done with something and like your clothes dry and you can see the sweat or like you feel crusty crusty. like that's usually a telltale sign in the same way so it's usually a need to take salt tablets
2: the funny thing is after that so before that i'd run a marathon and i'd hit the wall at 20 22 miles like everyone says you do and I cramp up, really bad cramps in my legs, and I just put it down to, oh, I'm not trained enough, you know, I didn't right. didn't train enough, that's why that's happening. Every marathon I did after the, that incident and took salt, I never cramped again. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was, mm-hmm. the loss of, yeah. of salt that was leading to that cramp. Yeah, I think most people probably fall on the salt
0: line, but there's obviously you can do, there's calcium, there's potassium, and that, that yeah. whole sodium ion channels, yeah. hell bent on both, but, that's where it's nice to get tested if there's a possibility yep. to to know that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and have that field for them like the whole way through it. I don't I don't think people understand the importance of like intra workout nutrition enough. Yeah. Especially definitely. for big big yeah, events so like that. Mm-hmm. Them, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of times there's enough there's enough focus on it in obstacle course racing and Ironman and triathlons and running. Where they have coaches for that but a lot oftentimes like when we're talking to people especially golfers like they don't have nutrition coaches that just focus on that they don't have a coach that can help yeah. them with that right so we yeah. got to jump in and be their kind of nutrition coach too oftentimes people that do triathlons like we have carol here who does triathlons we are her nutrition coach as well so we help them out with all of that stuff and um from the from the marathon side of things. Now that we know that, we can start programming for that very soon. Yep. Which we have a new screen that we'll take you a part of and make sure that all that's done. Once you're through, once you're through this actually current phase, yep. we're gonna we're gonna do it with you. Yep. Um, which is coming up. Yeah. And we'll take you through our new screen and we'll get you ready for the uh, the off season, if you will. But now that we know that ahead of time, we'll get everything mapped out, but we can help. I mean you got Emily here who's done a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've built programs for everybody too, if there's some off season work and and everything in between from it all too so if there's yeah, anything so. we can help you with yeah yeah that's what we're here for I mean that's, you, yeah, you hired us to I'm do here. yeah you hired <laughs> us to take all of that off of your shoulders yeah. but also be a part of every conversation that we yep. that we do I for you um, football or football
2: both uh, so real football English football is probably my first passion um, I'm a huge Liverpool fan uh, not doing great this season, but had really rough good start. success. Yeah, rough yeah. start. We've only won two games out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looked pretty good the other day against Arsenal, so we'll see. I have faith in the coach. But, yeah. uh, and then, you know, not real football, I guess, the American football. is am um, a Packer fan uh, through association with my wife. She's a Yupa, so. She's a Yupa. Majority of Yupas are Packer fans, right? So yep. that's where that came from. Yep, yep.
0: Um... Let's talk about beer-fueled PRs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a reputation. <laughs> yeah, I think it's
0: IPA-fueled PRs It's more specific. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite beer?
2: I like beta. <laughs> I like a good IPA, a good, so strong beta IPA. I like Toppling Goliath. My wife this weekend was just telling everyone any opportunity I get to go to <laughs> Toppling. <laughs> I'm usually down there.
0: We should uh, do our next podcast there. Yeah, uh, awesome. of- <laughs> yeah. yeah, Colin. Uh, we're gonna need about three hours notice on this one. Um, and yeah. four hours of your time. <laughs> like, right. Wow, this is gonna be a long podcast. Well, there's an hour journey there back.
2: Yeah. But I like uh, you know a classic like um, two-hotted IPA. You know, mm-hmm. bells. Bells. Yeah. Yep. That's a good beer, and then anything Toplin to make. Yeah, I'm
0: with you. I'm, I'm with you on a lot of. The, I know you and I have bounced yep. back and we forth have, on a lot of the good good beers. The uh the barrel theory that we had up in the cities was still yeah. was still like that Mandy I and I were just up there for our anniversary weekend and she we saw there was a there was a pub crawl that follows the transit oh, wow. and it hits all the breweries along the way of it and I thought it was walking distance at first and all of a sudden I look in the in the back of the shirt I'm like oh Surly's on there like oh oh barrel theories I'm like yeah this goes all the way and the Mandy kind of brought up like why are we no barrel theory I'm like that's where they had all of the good yep. ideas yeah
2: we uh. You know we're we kind of lacking in the area. I think you got to go away to find multiple breweries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ones we have are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was we were spoiled when we lived in Milwaukee with breweries, and but it's nice to get up to the cities and yeah, there's a right. lot of hidden From gems up there. No, yeah, that's yeah, real fun.
0: Still, still like amazed. We still talk about this a lot. Um, I shouldn't be talking about beer too much because Mandy and I are on a dry month. Um, but it's ama- like we have three good breweries here it's amazing that there's not more. Yeah. Like, you, you feel so like La Crosse would have five corner, or six. Yeah. And you, and you still feel like there would still be a good, I mean, what do we know, but a good market for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a Southside Brewery, a Holman Brewery, an Onalaska Brewery. I think Alaska had one at one point, actually. Um,
1: yeah, they do. They have the, the winery and the brewery, Lost Island. Lost
0: Island, there you go. Mm-hmm. i us say they have one. And they had another one that was, like, two... Was it Two two Beagles oh, Brewing? Two, 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 dogs Beagles? Or two, two Beagles, yes. Two Beagles? That, yeah. That, that, that was up for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I forgot about Lost Island. They make great beer. Um yeah. If you haven't had them before.
2: Two Beagles they're, is in the restaurant?
0: Two Beagles was in the restaurant one that was on, it like, was 30 was. 35 up to it's Holman, and then they closed. So, um,
2: yeah, Emily just pointed to me. So the last people that were in there was Quick Trip. I worked for Quick Trip. So we were in the... You can get a take-home meal in Quick Trip now. When the, we mm-hmm. first started Take-Home Meals, we were making them in two meals. Oh, really? Yeah, because they turned so, into the yeah. Quick Trip test kitchen for they their thing. They turned into the test kitchen to do mm-hmm. like 50 stores on Take-Home Meals. Oh, that's while, awesome. While we built our expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. We don't lease it anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, very cool.
0: Um, One of the questions we like to ask everybody is is how has fitness or how does fitness help you live your life you probably mentioned earlier uh with confidence control and clarity
2: um i think confidence wise i don't worry about how i look in clothes out and about now if you go back to the beginning before i came here to get back on track with it you know that was something that was on my mind like i was conscious of Oh, i got to go in a group of people, and I've got to find something to wear. But now, I i think Joe and I talked about this when I first came here. I'm shopping my, my own closet again, right? Mm-hmm. I can go in my closet and find stuff that I used to wear. So confidence-wise, that's what I've gained from it. Uh, control is knowing that I can schedule in, especially the way we do it at Unity. I can find time throughout my week to get three-slash-four workouts in a week. Um, and that's my time, right? To come mm-hmm. in here for an hour and, and get it done. Uh, and then clarity, you just feel so much better when you, you know, in a better state, fitness-wise and health-wise. It's just everything comes a lot easier, right? You're less tired. You know, you can do more stuff longer. It's just, mm-hmm. it's so easy to get to it, but the hard part is, you know, building that habit and getting back into it. So.
0: Yeah, everyone wants the. It, it it it's unfortunate because everyone wants that easy button. Yep. And it doesn't actually like exist, and but everyone wants the idea of it, and they love the idea of it, and everything of the idea of it sounds great. But a lot of people aren't willing to put in that work of the button, right? Yep. They they want the button, they want the result, but they're not, they're not willing to work hard for the result. And. When it comes down to like how easy it can be, what we try to do is try to make that the easiest thing where if you can come into a place where you know everything you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing and you have some guidance there and we help you with the nutrition, we make this comfortable to come in, make the schedule flexible, work around you. And then obviously if you start seeing results, which you did pretty quickly right away with us and then we've kind of continued to to keep it going, Mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to make that part easier because we know how hard this can be. Yeah. Yeah, you do
2: a fantastic job at it. I think if anyone was looking at Unity to come try it out, I'd say the first month I would definitely fall into this trap. I'm like, yeah, why is this so, you know, this is kind of easy stuff, and I don't think I'm seeing any results. But then flash forward six months, it's like, okay, those guys were doing all of what they were doing to understand where I was at. And to get me ready for the stuff I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, you have no real, you have a limited understanding of what that all means and how it fits together. But then when it comes, oh man, it just comes real quick. And it's like, okay, yep, there's change here. Definitely.
0: It's a great point you bring up from one of my ends I heard there. I'm like, oh, we got to do better at explaining that first 30 days. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Same yeah. Thing. as emily like and i
1: literally talked been, about the like careers, i should have yeah. been more clear <laughs> yeah i was saying
2: it thinking oh god they're probably thinking yeah it's really <laughs> oh, shit. no it's good to know
1: it though is, like yeah. I, yeah
0: it helps us and the other part about that is we know like you came in with a ton of experience um yeah through through fitness and through through weight training through strength training like you have it, you had a ton in a ton of different areas but what we always tell our coaches here to make sure that people understand is when somebody starts here, no matter what their experience was, they're still a beginner here. Absolutely. And yeah. and we're not trying to discredit anything that anyone's ever done when they start here. Um, everybody's first 30 days, first 60 days, first 90 days looks very different from yeah. from everybody else because of how individualized we get. Um, but we, we still wanna make sure like, they know they're on the right path of, yep. of, of some way, shape, yeah. or form to, to help them going through there. and. And it helps us, from a coaching standpoint, it helps us with how we start know more about how you function and communicate and, and, and do all those things. And I think that's what we're kind of learning and really diving in. We, we literally just talked about this two hours ago, um, about how we can get better at that and better at that communication and making sure that people are on that, yeah. that are track and they and they yep. know where they're at in their journey. Um, and they understand these first 30 days, like, we feel are probably the most important to anybody's. Yeah. And and we got to make sure that they they understand like how. How important it is for them, but also like just trust the plan.
2: Yeah, I think the way it's broken out into the phases, right? So I think I'm in. You're seven right now. Seven or eight, third part of develop, I think. Yep, seven. I think you watch those videos along the way, and it kind you know, it does a really job good job explaining what this phase is about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe just an overview up front of like this is what it's gonna look like.
0: There we go. There's our there's our I'll welcome. Look. So <laughs> Some we should actually have you go through this, and we're we're talking more stuff that was good on the podcast, because I want to have this part be kind of what we can show for people's journey when they start, right? We yep. talk about it, but we have a new welcome to Unity Fitness, basically, um, like on your Bridge app. If you open it up now for new mm-hmm. people, they have this on there, and we're testing it, but it's got like all of that immediate stuff. It's got nutrition pieces on there, how to communicate with us, how to use bridge. And we have gym etiquette videos on there now, awesome. like how to use all of that. But maybe it's something like, hey, like your journey is going to look different now in the next 30 days, in the next 60. And kind of giving them a, a nice detailed yep. overview in a five to 10 minute video of what to expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. And make it general enough where if somebody, if somebody comes in, we'll put it this way. If somebody comes in and they're a triathlete, if they're a powerlifter, if they're for golf, if they're for basketball, majority of the time, that first 30 days, that first four weeks, is probably going to be the same type of phase, but it's going to focus on all of their asymmetries, their movement patterns, like all the stuff that you noted earlier this episode of, like, all of a sudden I realized I started feeling better doing, like, everything. Yeah. It's because we took that into consideration right away.
2: Yeah, I do exercises today where I'm like, oh, this is so obvious, the progression of this exercise I was doing in week two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can make that link. You know. Oh, that's why you yeah. have me standing on one leg with my eyes closed right? But at the time, you're like, "Why the heck am I standing on one leg with my eyes closed But it just makes sense
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's cool. That's uh, we've had it from we've heard it from physical therapists like, "Oh, we like that." Chiropractors like, "Oh my gosh, it's so cool you do that." We have some members like, "Why the hell am I doing this?" Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And the other one's like, "Oh, thank you for considering that for me." Right? It's it's all over the place, but I think it just comes down to like, we got to communicate it better.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we know the programs are good. We yeah, just got to so make you sure, sure that yeah, like let <laughs> you know what you're yeah. in store for. Yeah, it's great idea. We're learning yeah. as we go too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what would you say to somebody that maybe is on the fence of like that first three days of checking us out? What would you say to them if they're on the fence of looking more into Unity and coming to be part of the five a.m. club with the J team?
2: Yeah, with the J team at five a.m.
0: We got Jen, Joel, Jordan, J Rose,
2: J Colin, J, J. Sid. J Sid. Yeah. Um, so you mean at the end of the 30 days? Jaina.
0: Jaina's in there too. I knew yeah. we had another J. Um, Yeah,
2: just somebody who's like,
0: somebody who's like, even just say like a trial, uh, how we do a trial here is a 30-day membership. Yeah. Um, and just like somebody who's on the edge of like, yeah, like I've done this fitness thing before. Uh, I've done I've done this gym thing before and they all, are the same. They're all the same. They all suck or they all tell me the same and they don't do it in the end. Like what would you say to that person? Not even just to, not even to pump Unity's tires, but just in terms of like that person on the fence of trying us out, like what makes us different? I think
2: I had no idea what I was getting into. I came for accountability and just found so much more about just overall strength um, and just day-to-day activity. I think we just talked about it, those first 30 days, you do find yourself thinking... Uh, is this making me better, right? Am I seeing improvement? But it will come. Like, you know, do the work, build the habit, it will come. Uh, but Unity is unique, I think, in, because it focuses on all the basic movements and puts them together in a, you know, step-by-step building blocks that all link together and it's, it's kind of, you know, you're not in it for a short term 'Cause it's not possible, right? It's impossible to get the same results that you get mm-hmm. through short term. It is a long term thing. Uh so and just stick with it. It will you know, it will come, you'll we'll have those doubts like anything, but yeah, mm-hmm. stick with it.
0: That was my way of asking you like an Oofta thing. Like how was it okay. OOFTA, like what was it UFTA, oh, right? Like well, what's now, the yeah. yeah. What's the difference? You what's got the me unique with piece? The question now, yeah, but yeah. well, that that was it. I mean that was kind of it. I think it's looking at it from a standpoint of like it's an all-encompassing program that focuses on all of those things. That's progressed for the long term and not just focused on yep. like, the, him, the, like the right here and now. Yep. It's considering you and your goals long term. Yep. And and if we don't get you results in the first thirty days, it's on us. Like that's that's a, that's that's something that we'll take credit for. If someone's putting in the work like you did and, and going through that, like I still remember our thirty-day meeting. Like, hey, like are things going well? Today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're going or really well. Yeah. I'm like okay cool and I think it was an afternoon we came in here and met like really quick on a you were after like a solo you were doing a self-guided session yeah and we met like right after that and I'm an yeah. like yeah I'll be here and um, you know just checking in on that but if we don't get results on that then it's really like yeah really what are you guys doing <laughs> like now the stuff sucks
2: yeah. I mean you know outside of results it's just fun coming here too you know I've made some good connections some good friends I mm-hmm. had a lot of fun with you guys and great smoothies you know you sell that smoothie pretty good. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing, a, yes we do, but b we know that the second you walk out that door, you are back into like basically your life's like the world's uh, victim, right? Where Absolutely, where where yeah. in here like you kind of said it earlier. Speaking of smoothies. Um, <laughs> You kind of said it earlier, those are three or four hours that I have that are my time. Yep. So we, when we come in here, we try to know, we know, and we try to make it where this isn't about what's going outside our doors so much, unless it involves your goals yeah. and whatnot. Um, we try to make this where this is an hour where we are taking care of you, and we know it's your hour to get away from everything. We know that as soon as you step outside that door, is the world that is trying to come back at you and figure out, like, you're checking emails, there's family stuff, There's there's work stuff, there's all the things that can come at you. Where now all of a sudden you're, did you eat? Did you get recovery back in for your nutrition? Were you able to take time to actually sit down and focus on food and get high quality food? So that habit of us making sure that we're making sure the smoothie, like, yes, it's a there, there's the business part of it where we're trying to sell it. But B, it started from the coaching aspect where we know, like, the people who do the smoothies after the workouts, like, we have the data get results way better than the people who don't. And it's it's funny like we make that a requirement in all of our short term programs so that people focus on it because we know it's such a little it's such a little thing that it makes it such a big difference, and that's I think that's the coolest thing too we can look back in seven years like we literally say I'm a hoarder of information, and I like to review it, yeah. so we literally have like every workout done here at Unity we still have in the back, in those cabinets, Mandy hates it, but. <laughs> I love it. I can we look back will like, never oh, get yeah. rid of it. We had this program where this lady who came in and had like X, Y, Z, like what did we do for her? And we can look back and see yeah, it. Like, we rebuilt her shoulder. How did we get that done? Like save this program. This is a shoulder restoration thing. Like yeah. never get rid of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Data is, I mean, I work with data every day. And uh, I, yeah. my job. And I was actually, we talked about marathon. I was looking at prior running data. Definitely. Just this weekend. <laughs> just to see, yeah. that, you know, if, if I get a spot in Chicago, it's in a year's time. What does worked work for me best than just, you know, looking at it. Out. I was going to
0: ask earlier, like you were talking about the running, I was like, what's your mouth split these days? What's your average? And yeah. I knew you were going to spit them because yeah. When we talk nutrition with you, you bring in yeah, analytics. Yeah, I brought you a spreadsheet. And this we run my, off of analytics. A spreadsheet guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we use analytics to create, and, and this is different for everybody, but we knew that you were very much on an analytic side yeah. of things, so we coach you analytically. You're focused on the numbers, and how those are improving and improving you and how they're making you feel. And, and we also know that we're not necessarily chasing numbers, but we're using those to get them feedback for us and review for us to make our decisions. So we operate really, uh, a lot like that really well. Um, cool. Anything you want to add in that there, Em? Any other questions that... Um,
1: I don't think so. I think we, we hit on a lot. I think it was very interesting to hear more in, in depth of your story, mm-hmm. um, kind of tying into... Um, how we can bring a little bit more clarity to to the first 30 days as well, but just cool to hear more in-depth of where you came from and, and kind of what brought you to us and forward in the last mm-hmm. six months.
0: We, we've changed a ton even since you started here. Yeah, um, I knew that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like on all cylinders, but the first, like the, the onboarding now is totally different for people, and we're trying to make sure that everybody gets the benefit of that at the same time um, but also making sure like that piece of it we know that if we don't communicate that enough or do that that piece of to our best extent then the experience isn't there the results might not be there the and, and I don't want it I don't want it to be where like then another gym let me down like I don't want a person coming in here thinking yeah. like a gym let it down because what happens is they think like fitness and the gyms let them down yeah. and, and, and it's everybody associated with it Yeah, yeah. so that's that's the hard part um, and, and that's Universal for every gym, right? They they all do that. So we're trying to make sure it's a different feel, uh, through and through. And we actually are going to be presenting our new onboarding process like very very soon uh, publicly to everybody because we're ready to unveil that thing too and <laughs> make a lot of changes. So, but it's good. To, it's good for us to know for sure. It helps mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Emily and I both went there like. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like
1: mm, i remember those first days and i met with you what did i miss <laughs> and i also hoard information yeah. and take notes
2: <laughs> but you know I, I deal with this in work all the time people uh i teach people to provide feedback because if you don't yeah it's not going to get better right so, well and you, yeah. and you don't know what you don't know either exactly right. right
0: so it's the other part of it too um so it's cool in that awesome well we appreciate it Colin. this is uh all of these are fun, but it, obviously this is even more enjoyable for somebody being a member with us, um, somebody who's been with us for a while. Than us, obviously, just hearing your story and how more, like, excited we are to be a part of the next six months, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like, here to here, and you're like, oh, what's ahead? And yep. that gets us excited. Cool, definitely. Part of the thing too. Cool, cool. All right, everybody. If you, um, I was, I almost went to like. If they want to contact you, Colin, how can people get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to ColinPugh.com. Yeah. <laughs> I see that question here. I am like, why do I have that up? I'm Come like, oh, to the that gym was... at five a. m. Yeah,
2: me and everyone else. Yeah, you know, five a. Right m. There? Five a.
0: m. Club. <laughs> yeah, there is room. There is room. Yeah. Um, cool. So, thanks again, everybody, for uh, for following along, Collins. Collins, obviously, as you know, one of our members here. And, and uh, um, since you've been here, we we got some weight loss results. Was it was it forty? Are we almost down forty? Thirty. Thirty
2: but I think muscle gain, uh, right, right, gain right 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 right, anyway. yeah it's yeah. pretty evident with going up like 100, and pounds, 100 pounds in a goal. deadlift
0: so, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just
1: a, a casual 100 a casual Hundo.
0: yeah I walked yeah. in the gym was it Monday I walked in the gym no it was last was it last week That's where did I see you Monday. you showed Monday, me a picture last week yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and like in passing I'm getting you know all cylinders and then Colin's like hey check this out I'm like four plates <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes, yeah did it You feel good? feel great. Um, But anyways, yeah, paying attention. That's kind of another story we wanted to get Colin in here to kind of talk about a different journey uh, that came to us from a different avenue rather than just a traditional like weight loss um, or traditional pain. Like you came for accountability, kind of found a bunch of different things that come with it, and now we're looking into a bunch of different things now uh, of what we can do. So kind of a cool story that we wanted to make sure we shared with you guys uh, so you can kind of hear a different type of experience from different... uh, Type of avenues, I guess, if you will, not just being the same thing over and over uh, that you'd think that you'd get from a gym. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, or if you are a member listening to this, like you should be, and uh, want to be on the show, let us know and we'll get you on the show. I think we've got Karen L coming up in the in the near future, uh, as well as a couple other physiotherapists, and we'll still figure out how to get Levi Levi from Primitive Parlor mm-hmm. on here. His his it, our schedules are bad, but his his is even crazy. harder. Yeah. So we'll figure that all out. But those are episodes to come. Um, Obviously, comment on this and let us know what you got from the episode and let us know uh, whether it's social media uh, or in the reviews and wherever you're listening to the podcast. Make sure to leave us that review. Make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you please share. At one point, we were almost in the top 100 on Apple Podcasts, which was kind of crazy to even think about that. I I still don't know how we got there, but we took our little hiatus. We're coming back. And I have no idea where we're at in that in that scale. I, I I'm not getting ten emails a day saying like, hey, let us just help you crack that top one hundred. <laughs> um, so we were close. I think we got to the one hundred something, like one oh, like the one hundred 100 and one hundred one ten, somewhere in there. From what I gathered, I remember? Yeah. But we're always here and open to feedback. It helps us help you. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's a big thing that I want to make sure we get on there as well. Um, anything else, Sam?
1: I think that's all. Yeah, for this episode.
0: All right, so even though it's my dry month, we're gonna have to have a beer sometime. Definitely. November second, <laughs> when it's over. <laughs> yeah. But it's been good. It's been. It's actually been really good. I knew. I knew I was. Uh, Manny and I were kind of just doing a little bit. Not. We weren't excessively drinking, but it was kind of like, oh, let's have a beer." <laughs> like, yeah, let's have a beer. Yeah. Oh, let's look at the new beer. And it's, uh, it's it gets into a trap, but thank you guys so much for listening to episode five, season two. Until next week, when we get our next episode on. Uh, Again, let us know what we can do. And until next time, we'll talk to you then. Bye, everybody. Cheers.